And now, The Mentors, one of the most popular and unique shows on the radio today. Each week, one of our four remarkable CEOs, including Tom Lord, John Phillips, and Rick Brutico, will challenge your thinking about life and work. Sought after for their success and for consistently putting people first, treating employees and customers with respect, and helping others succeed, now these same CEOs, the mentors, want to help you achieve your highest level of profitability, success, and personal fulfillment in life, at work, and in business. Now, here's your mentor. Welcome. I'm Tom Laurie, and I'll be your host today. Thank you for joining us. Leading in inflationary times will be our topic today, and our guide will be guest mentor Ram Sharan. Ram is well known as the world's premier advisor to CEOs, business unit managers, and boards of directors. He has an unparalleled, up-to-date view of how economies and leading companies work and what it takes to succeed in a changing world. His 27 books have sold over 3 million copies, includes one of the best-selling business books of all time, which he co-authored with Larry Bossidy. The book is called Execution. Ram, welcome, and as always, it's an honor to be with you. Thank you for taking the time to share your valuable insights with my audience on a very challenging time right now with inflation. Where, where are you today, and what are you doing? I am in Ahmedabad, India. And it is at this point, 1 a.m. in the morning. Well, thank you. I'm delighted to be with you and share some of the ideas. Thank you. Well, as before we get into inflationary times, let's talk a little bit about inflation. There's no doubt it exists. This past weekend, I went and got a tank of gas and it cost me 90 bucks, where a year ago it cost me 45 bucks. I got a car wash for $33 that a year ago cost me $20. And I also noted that they've unbundled the car wash so you can have choices like only get the exterior washed or get the inside wash or have your tires washed. And then I went to the food store and noticed the price of just about everything is up significantly. And of course, being in California, it appears that we're now going to get another significant rate increase on top of the 100% increase in the cost of natural gas this year. So there are uh, a lot of things have changed since we last talked a year ago. And to get started for our audience, just to tee things up and provide some context, let's talk about um, what it, uh, about inflation itself. I mean, it, is, it really is a commodity and it, it has a price that goes up and down just like other commodities, right? Yeah, I think the, the inflation is the acceleration of prices. It has come after the various countries, including obviously USA. We went through COVID, we put a lot of money in the economy, and now that money is floating. People want to spend the money, they should, and that is causing pricing, that's on one side. And there's a shortage of things that's also creating the price increase. So this is a phenomenon that has come and for many like a surprise. Very few expected this will come in that fashion, but it is here. And how long do you think we're gonna have to live with this? Is this something that- I I think I should take a second to first say where it is going what's causing, then I will respond to your question. Okay. You see, in 40 years, we have never had this kind of a price increase. And in management, in all countries, people who are in management ranks have not experienced it. So they're all fumbling, learning, driving, carrying it out. Second part is that It is one of those things where the psychology of management matters. Psychology is that if I don't increase the price now, I will miss the bend in the road and I will never catch up. Or they all know through reading of 1970s and early 80s that the same volume of business takes more cash. So they want to preserve cash. And if you were a customer 
B2B customer. B2B customers are now trying to protect their cash. And if you were a debtor, you want to stretch that debt that takes more cash. So this is going to continue. Now the Fed in America is increasing interest rates. They have indicated they're also going to constrict the money supply. So the chances are it's going to be minimum three years. And that depends how hard the Fed works because the actual inflation and the possible recession is highly dependent on what the Fed does. And as you said, and I certainly lived through the inflation of the 70s, so I have some experience with uh, inflationary There times. you go, yeah. But how will the components of money-making uh, change, or are they still the same? They do change. and uh, depends on the industry, but they do change. The first part is the money-making for most companies is working capital. People don't pay enough attention to it. That your receivables will be stretched, your inventory will cost more cash, and your payable people want you to pay today. So that part of the model requires change, control, courage, but also many of the people have a fixed price contracts and fixed price contracts cannot be sustained. So you got to have a fortitude to go to the customer, persuade the customers to show that person also needs to change business model going forward. So the point is that the inflation, because inflationary numbers can mislead you, delusional, and you can't afford that. Now, here is the change. Changes, you're going to trim products you don't need. There is a lot of cash. You're going to trim some of the customers who don't pay, and they actually use more cash. You may be smaller going forward. You're going to create more products so that if you're going to increase price, they have to justify the increase in price. You don't take a chocolate bar and cut in half because the price has been doubled. If you do that, you ruin your brand. And then you say that post-inflation, where do you see some opportunities? How do you position? If you have a hard cash, you can make some acquisitions. So things of that kind, you got to think. Right now, the management should be fully focused on continuity of the business. All right. We're going to come right back with Ram Sharan, the world-renowned advisor to CEOs, business unit managers, and boards of directors. We're talking about managing your business for profitability and cash during inflationary times. The Mentors is now in its fifth year. Past guests have included Marshall Goldsmith, Dolores Hart, Earl Smith, Martin Lindstrom, Jim Lair, and many more. Don't miss any shows. Go to our website, thementorsradio.com, or your favorite podcast platform, and register for future shows. This is Tom Laurie, and this is The Mentors Radio Show. Hi, I'm the executive producer of The Mentors Radio Show. Usually I'm behind the scenes, but I want to tell you about something special. If you're an entrepreneur like me, you need steady energy and focus. Here's my secret. I rely on science-backed, high-quality, bulletproof collagen protein and other bulletproof products. My sister told me about it. At feelgreat.vip, you can learn the health journey of Bulletproof founder Dave Asprey. Find out what sets these products apart from the rest. Nothing can replace the advice of your medical doctor, but good nutrition can absolutely enhance your mood, energy, and focus like it did for me. The demands of business, not to mention important time with family and friends, make steady energy so important. With more than 1 million fans, 1 million fans, I'm not alone in recommending Bulletproof. Go to feelgreat.vip. That's VIP, like very special person. Feelgreat.vip to learn more. Better life, better business. Hi, I'm Christoph Nauer. I'm a certified business and life coach, helping business owners increase productivity, profits, and improve personal life. I'm the founder of Balance 6. Money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement, and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. 
I hold you accountable for making time available to balance six, to nurture yourself and your relationships, and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel, and I will show you the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago. But I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Laurie, and I'm with Premier Business Advisor Ram Sharan. And today we're talking about managing your business for survival during inflationary times. Remember, you can also listen to this show or any previous show via podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, Google, and more on any device at any time. Subscribe at thementorsradio.com. So as we move into this challenging period, what are, I, I know because of your work, you're dealing with a lot of boards and a lot of CEOs. What is their, uh, what are you seeing with regards to how their man, how their, I guess it gets into the mindset, the change in the mindset, because uh, we haven't seen this for so long. What are you encouraging people to do to change their mindset? Yeah. Mindset and dominant psychology, both. And at this point, it is to be a psychology in terms of maintaining business, preventing erosion of cash, erosion of margins. Those two are very important. Now, the erosion because inflation creates erosion. As I said in the earlier part, that the largest amount of cash that is stretched out is in the account receivables. And if you have inventories, it's about inventories. And the erosion of margin is because the people have failed to take price increase. And now it is preemptive price increase. Some of the companies have increased by 20%. And they're saying, take it now, and you can adjust it later. Now, that's a big one. And if you are B2B, and if you have a fixed contract with customer B2B, it is very difficult thing to change. So in one company, they're actually even changing sales managers. The courage to go with the customers, demand price increase. This is a big change going forward. Another change is you will be a smaller company in real terms, it may sound larger company in nominal terms because the inflation price is going up. But if you trim products, customers, channels, you would be a smaller company. It's a big change. And are there opportunities uh, to create uh, new competitive advantages? Yes. The competitive advantage, first and foremost, is that your customer must be satisfied. And that is because you have cash and, and your product line is fresh and your distribution and logistics going well. But the idea here is that your product, your service is better than the other person. And your price increase must justify that you are giving fresher, better service, better product. And you mentioned the uh, not cutting the candy bar in half. I, I'm already seeing in certain food products where they're reducing the amount of uh, goods that they're providing at the same price and trying, I, I guess, I think deceive. that's not a yeah, yeah, Tom, that's not a great practice. We went through in the 70s and 80s, the brand got hurt. We say we got to go to work, develop features, develop a new product, justify it. Yeah, do that. And uh, last year we talked uh, about the digital economy and the competitive advantages. How can we use yeah. uh, the digital uh, and data to help us get through this? Yeah, Tom, this is the central question. If a company has not yet digitized the linkage with the customer, they could be quite late. They should do that. Now, 
you have the data, you need algorithms, you know one customer at a time, personalization. And with the personalization, with the data, with the algorithms, you can target which customers you should be emphasizing more, which customers you should be emphasizing less, and what would be the the frequency. So that is absolutely essential if you can personalize it. This is Tom Laurie. You're listening to the Mentors Radio Show today. We're talking with Ram Sharan about controlling your destiny in inflationary times. And we also talked about fact-based reasoning last year. Uh, and I would imagine that this is really critical in terms of uh, the analysis that people are doing. And this comes back to the data that you have and the importance of the data. Data and your engine platform how you use it and the using the algorithms that's very important and have your people learn database decision making so speed is very essential because here the the price increase and at the same time they're called the dynamic pricing but at the same time you're preserving cash from your working capital and we also talked last year, and I want to see how this plays. I think it's still the same about using teams, eliminating layers in a company. It sounds to me like agility is going to be extremely important as we move through this period. It's no doubt about that. And, and the, the, all these decisions of pricing, et cetera, one person cannot do that. There are so many considerations. There's a consideration, would you get a certain kind of supplier? Would you not? How would you cope with it? So you need a team. You got to go with the teams. And we talked about, you know, and you mentioned about the sales manager that was replaced. Do you have some, I, I suspect it, it varies from domain to domain and maybe position to position, but those who you see emerging as the real leaders in this uh, period, any specific, maybe three characteristics that we should be looking for? Oh, yes, 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 yes. The first part is a leader who is very, 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 very good in communicating inside the company, company, echo partners, suppliers, communication, repeat, 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 repeat. In that, number two, it has to be credible. It has to be honest. It has to have a high integrity. It's absolutely, absolutely needed going forward. That's the leadership characteristic there. And number three is they got to look outside in and see how the world is changing. In the short run, that creates the issue of price increase, shortage of supplies, and things of that kind. Those are very important characteristics. They were there before we did that in COVID, this one is, again, very important. And you mentioned uh, about the supply side in terms of product. And I know you're in India right now and you travel quite around. Do you see any relief coming in terms of uh, uh, the supply chain and all? I, I've read a little bit more recently that we're going to have more problems. Do you see any uh, of that breaking open where supplies are going to start to improve? <coughs> I think it's a matter of about two years that the supply side, people are building capacity. There is a geopolitical issue in a number of things, like the chips and so on, semiconductor chips and so on. So here, it will take about two years if the geopolitical armed conflicts subside by that time. Until then, we're going to have the issue. Okay, well, we're right back with Ram Sharan, world-renowned advisor to CEOs, business unit managers, and boards of directors. We're talking about managing your business during inflationary times. This is Tom Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show. A lifetime ago, young naval aviator Tom McGuire took the oath of allegiance to support and defend the U.S. Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. 
Now a San Francisco PD homicide inspector, McGuire hadn't thought about the oath in years, but that was all about to change. A famous local newspaper columnist had been murdered. For McGuire, there's an eerie chill of recognition about it, hearkening back to his days as a prisoner of war after being shot down in North Vietnam. A lifetime ago, another young naval pilot took that same oath. Also shot down in battle, he too spent time as a POW, same camp as McGuire. After 30 years, their lives were about to cross once again. But how and why after all these years? Multi-award winning mystery author Dennis Kohler's The Oath can be found online or for an autographed copy at oathbook.org. That's oathbook.org, oathbook.org. Here at Mentors Radio, we've been working hard to help you succeed in every way possible. That's why we're proud to let you know about our newest find, BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com links you to a credit processing company, Cornerstone Payment Systems, that truly shares your ethical values and that can give you lower rates immediately. They don't just say it, they prove it to you. Their commitment to ethical behavior is rock solid. For example, unlike most other credit processing companies, something you may not have known before, Cornerstone refuses to process any porn-related business. They're not newbies either. The company we recommend has more than 50 years experience and provides 24-7 in-house support. See what they can do for you today. Go to BetterCreditDeal.com. That's BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com. Are you a small to mid-sized business looking for a tax, accounting, or CFO-level advisor to handle or guide your company's financial decisions? Consider KMLPC. KMLPC excels in creating easy-to-use, customized financial systems for small to mid-sized entrepreneurs and companies, especially nonprofits. KMLPC supports and protects their clients' vital interests, offering a wide range of accounting and bookkeeping services in addition to CFO guidance. They prioritize digital integration and their exceptional staff will make your life and even taxes so much easier. Their client list is a who's who of nonprofits and entrepreneurs, clients who've stayed with them for years and won't go anywhere else. So if you need financial or tax help for your business or nonprofit, contact KMLPC today at KML-PC.com. That's KML-PC.com. KML-PC.com and mention the mentors. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Laurie, and I'm with Premier Business Advisor Ram Charan. And today we're talking about managing your business for survival during inflationary times. Remember, you can now listen to our Saturday broadcast live anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio by clicking on San Francisco's KTRB 860 AM, The Answer. Now, as we move into this period, so we've talked about, so there's a major shift in strategy that has to take place. There's a major shift in the psychology of every manager. And there's going to be a a shift in the uh, key performance indicators. Maybe you could talk a little bit about those key performance indicators by various functions and what various managers should be looking at is uh, uh, the the revised performance indicators for this environment. Yes. First, before I say KPIs, you have internally a very fast, deep education program in the company. So what is inflation? What's pricing? Why it causes? And make everybody aware that the key part of inflation are really two, cash and customer. So be all going to get geared to preserve cash, generate cash, use cash advisedly, and the customer satisfaction that we do is a competitive advantage. And because we have cash, we can get cash. Having said that, now we are talking about various functions, particularly the sales force. The sales force KPIs is no longer just get revenues. It has to go to margin and it has to go collecting cash. It's different than before. And we're saying that the pricing decision should not be left to Salesforce. 
It has to be done on a team basis. A Salesforce goes, get the pricing done, and that will then get to the margin. And we say, we're going to get the margin, and we will be able to collect the receivables. And then we're going to have this thing on a dynamic basis. You look at it, and the Salesforce and the people who buy supplies, they have to be a part of a team so that the people who are getting supplies are able to forecast that what will be the price six months out, 12 months out, three months out, just the way you found your car wash. That car wash price has gone up. And what are the chances it will go up again as you go back to your car wash in about uh, 90 days, 120 days, 150 days. Second part is that here we still have the increase in the in the, in the compensation of people. That compensation is going to be needed and therefore the cost is going to go up. So here the HR people looking at it, that we do we have a general increase or do we need to do selective increase? How do we retain people? So their KPI needs to change to retention and saying, how are we retaining people that are critical? And how are we recruiting people when recruiting is acquired? That kind of a KPI in the inflationary environment. Operations, cost, break-even point, and taking out what you don't need. Maintenance should not be postponed. Many people postpone the maintenance. It comes to haunt you later. It becomes a safety issue. It becomes an environmental issue. Can't afford that. At the same time, your KPX may well be smaller because you're not going to expanding the capacity unless you have some new product. So each of these functions, you got to review right away what should be the two, maximum three fresh KPIs for each leader, particularly at the top team. This is Tom Moore. You're listening to the Mentors Radio Show. Today, we're talking with Ram Sharan about controlling your destiny in inflationary times. We've talked We've talked a couple of times, and I think it's important we go back and talk about what uh, cash gross margin means and its importance at this time. Could you just refresh everybody on cash gross yeah, margin? Yeah. See, the people at the very top in almost all companies and CFOs, it's a language of business that's universal. Absolutely universal, from a street vendor all the way to the CEO of an Exxon, CEO of Amazon, CEO of Google. And that language is gross margin. Everybody knows revenue or sales number. So gross margin is your revenue minus the direct cost. So if I have a jewelry, and the jewelry, the price is $1,000, and the gold content is $700, then your gross margin is $300 or 30%. Unless you have a good gross margin, you cannot pay your marketing costs, people says, and so on. So here in inflation, if you did not increase your price and your cost went up, your gross margin is going to decline. And that declines, so you can't pay the rest of it. And therefore, most savvy business people go right first to look at gross margin before they look at any other item, including revenues. Because gross margin is one that comes to your till from which you have all other costs and expenses. That's gross margin. And we also, uh, you mentioned it a little bit already about customers, and I want to re- really emphasize this. Not all customers are the same. When you say not all customers are the same, particularly in inflationary times, what are you saying? What should we be looking for? Yeah, the key point, Tom, is that personalize one customer at a time. And that's what Amazon has done. Now, people are all almost all people coming through, through the data, because every customer has a unique need. So no two customers are the same. 
if you are able to personalize. Go with that. In the past, we did a mass marketing, a mass production, a mass campaign. Now you do personalized campaign. You're, you're on Amazon. They're sending you a personalized message that you will get a $10 credit. You will get a audio free. We have in Netflix, Starbucks sends out 12 million personalized coupons across the globe. It's personalized. So we got to go on a personalized basis. But I, but I imagine it also means a little bit that we have to curate. There are some customers that uh, are cash drains and there are some customers that are really, I know you want to personalize, but there's still some segmentation in the customer uh, uh, portfolio, right? No doubt. But you need data. Yep. And those who are using cash, stretching cash, and their margin is lost, and you got to cut them off. And I, I know because your survival will be at stake. You can't do that. And I think part of the algorithm goes back to I, we both have talked about this in the past. There's a cost of acquiring a customer, and there's a cost of maintaining a customer. Maintaining a customer, no doubt. And those need to be looked at, no doubt. And then, and if you have to have the lifetime value of a customer, and maintaining is you go with the normal KPIs and service satisfaction, delivery time all those things, you got to do that. You cannot slack about them. Okay, well, we're going to be right back with Ram Sharan, world-renowned advisor to CEOs, business unit managers, and boards of directors. We're talking about managing your business during inflationary times. You will find all of our past shows, show notes, and links at thementorsradio.com. Subscribe to future shows while there. This is Tom Laurie, and this is The Mentors Radio Show. It's a bully. But we aren't afraid of a fight. It's elusive, but our focus never fades. It's deadly, but we were born to defeat cancer. You may not have heard of us, but our work has helped millions impacted by cancer. We are the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. We are leaders in advancing breakthroughs in immunotherapy, genomics, and personalized medicine. This research saves lives. After 65 years of fighting blood cancers, we've arrived at a game-changing belief. The cures for cancer are in our blood. The drugs and treatments we've developed for blood cancers have helped people affected by many different types of cancers. We are the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Beating cancer is in our blood. Learn more at LLS.org. It's Karen, executive producer of The Mentors Radio, and we're thrilled to have MyPillow back as a sponsor. All of us here are huge fans of Mike Lindell's products. When I got fed up with the chemical smell of other pillows, I figured my pillows made in the U.S. I'll give them a try. That was years ago. Now I own six pillows. I use their cotton towels, their 100% Giza cotton bed sheets, and I give them away as Christmas gifts. Every product has exceptional quality and attention to detail. Towels are thick, absorbent. Sheets are soft, smooth, high thread count. Our radio host, Tom, and everyone we know who's tried these products has the same experience. Use our code, MENTORS, to get a 60-day money-back guarantee and up to 60% discount. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash MENTORS. You must include the code MENTORS. That's MyPillow.com forward slash MENTORS or click the banner on our website. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Loy, and I am with Premier Business Advisor Ram Sharan, and today we're talking about leading during inflationary times. What is, what, so one of the things is, uh, you know, a natural tendency of, managers and leaders and not leaders, let's say just managers and CEOs is cutting costs. What do you have to say about cutting costs during inflationary time? Yeah. Um, number one, thank you would make chatty approach that is 
that are cut cost, first to start with reducing waste. So I have a company. In this company, they have assigned teams. They have a war room. They're examining where the waste is. And they're making this very fast to take the cost out. So you start with the waste. They, every two weeks on the weekend, work on taking waste in the... They have what they call decision waste, where people spend a lot of time on things they shouldn't be, require many approvals on, takes, <coughs> take the waste out. And so the costs have to be taken out. And it's a perpetual issue, not just inflation issue. Cost, as one of the very savvy CEOs put it to me, it's a cost increase like the nails increase. They need to be trimmed continually going forward. So these are the kinds of things you look at where the costs are. And as you shrink a little bit, you take some customers out, products out, you, you, you look at the cost and how do we take the cost out. So thus far, we've covered what I'd call uh, actions and strategies and tactics that one can take that are agnostic to industries. What I'd like to spend the balance of our time is to kind of go through some domains and get your thoughts on maybe some unique aspects of leading it during inflationary times for various health uh, for various uh, domains. So I'm in the healthcare domain, and as you well know here and elsewhere in the world, uh, a lot of regulated pricing. And that's a little bit like your fixed contract. Now, and you've got the government involved and politicians. What would be your advice to, let's say, a, uh, a medical device company or a drug company that, well, drug companies are a little different. Let's take a medical device company uh, that has to deliver a product at a certain price that's established by a commission in Washington. What would you say to a CEO of a medical device company? Yeah, I don't know that. The key point there is, first, you've got to come to terms. If you did not increase the price, what will happen to you? That's very essential. And you've got to think through at least two years because there are reasons for your increase in cost, reduction in margin, use of cash. Number two, you've got to go and try to open the contract. Trial is not enough. Otherwise, you will be very badly hurt. And so you say, how do we go? How long is the contract? So I have a company. I found out just by chance by talking. They actually have in the contract preservation of margin. Their contract is not pricing by revenue. Their contract is by margin preservation. A smart contract. And that's how they do their business. So we got to think this one kind of a through because your contract with the government shouldn't be 100 years old. If your contract is six months, one year, and the inflation is going to be three years or more, you got to prepare right now. How do we deal with those customers and governments? What's really happening? And if you cannot do that, you better get a source of cash, credit, something of that kind to prepare. And when the next contract opened, then you got to compensate for the loss of, of margin and loss of cash. And your competitors have to do the same thing. You're not, you're not just the only one. This is Tom Moore. You're listening to the Mentors Radio Show. We're talking with Ram Charan about leading in inflationary times. So let's talk a little bit about the retail side. You've covered some of this about know your customer. Any, Anything in particular, let's think about the mom and pop shops that are out there. And I know you came out of a family where you had a, a shoe business. What would you have to say? These are not large companies. These are the mom and pop retailers, which make up a great part of our uh, economy in the United States. What would you say to them as far as the going forward in this time? <coughs> so Tom, mom and pop, where I come from, we didn't have much of a choice because if we have to borrow money, to fund the inflation, the price of the debt was 2% a month. And that's 30%, 32%, not 24% interest rates. Couldn't afford it. We have to increase the price. 
we did. We did intuitively. We did. We got to do this. If we didn't do it, we can't really continue this small mom and pop. So mom and pop people are pretty smart. They do. Don't confuse that they are not educated. They understand this. And they will increase price. They will buy more often. So your inventory will be low at a given point of time. Your velocity will be high. You will use less cash. So they adjust that very, 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 very fast. Mom and pop people often are better in psychology than some of the largest company executives. And what would you say to people in the food service industry? Because I know the food costs are going up and there's also been a, uh, uh, over the last number of years, people are used, again, it goes back to pricing, I'm sure, but we're used to, well, if the price goes up here, we go there because we find other sources of uh, 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 drive-ins and whatever to get food. What would you say to the food service executives? Their price increase will be more often where there's a shortage. Just like happened in the oil, the, 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 oil, the, the gasoline, where the price increases became more frequently. So this is, this is a psychology part that we're going to live with. And in the advertising field, uh, or let's talk a little bit about advertising uh, with uh, consumer-oriented companies. Should they increase advertising, reduce advertising, be more selective in advertising? Yeah, yeah. I think, the, as everybody knows, 50% of advertising is lost. And so best advertising today is what Amazon does using customer database, and with that database targeting individual customer, there the frequency of connection is helpful because if the customer is continually informed, you have a better chance of getting the customer coming for you. And uh, in the travel business, that's another hot spot with uh, airline travel, hotels, any wisdom there that you can share with people in the it's travel airline- you have Qatar Air, their fares are enormous. Same routes. I come from Delhi to either Doha or through Dubai. Their fares are astronomical. If I take an Air India to come to New York directly, much cheaper. Airlines are dinged by the oil price. They have no choice. They're going to increase prices, but they're lagging. On the other hand, Qatar Airways, Emirates, Etihad, they're keeping their fares pretty high in the business class. I think they are too high. So they're adjusting it because in the airline business, cash shortage can be very quick, very quick. And, and the people have to watch that because airlines could be having their roots where you don't have enough density and you're carrying it out. And the oil prices are going up very, very unpredictably. So they have to do that. Okay. Well, thank you very much. We'll be right back with Ram Sharan, the world-renowned advisor to CEOs and business unit managers. We're talking about leaving in inflationary times. You'll find all of our show notes and links at mentorsradio.com. This is Tom Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show. Better life, better business. Hi, I'm Christoph Naur. I'm a certified business and life coach, helping business owners increase productivity, profits, and improve personal life. I'm the founder of Balance Six, money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement, and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. I hold you accountable for making time available to Balance 6, to nurture yourself and your relationships, and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel, and I will show you the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago. But I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz. 
A lifetime ago, young naval aviator Tom McGuire took the oath of allegiance to support and defend the U.S. Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now a San Francisco PD homicide inspector, McGuire hadn't thought about the oath in years, but that was all about to change. A famous local newspaper columnist had been murdered. For McGuire, there's an eerie chill of recognition about it, hearkening back to his days as a prisoner of war after being shot down in North Vietnam. A lifetime ago, another young naval pilot took that same oath. Also shot down in battle, he too spent time as a POW, same camp as McGuire. After 30 years, their lives were about to cross once again. But how and why after all these years? Multi-award winning mystery author Dennis Kohler's The Oath can be found online or for an autographed copy at oathbook.org. That's oathbook.org, oathbook.org. It's Karen, executive producer of The Mentors Radio, and we're thrilled to have MyPillow back as a sponsor. All of us here are huge fans of Mike Lindell's products. When I got fed up with the chemical smell of other pillows, I figured my pillows made in the U.S. I'll give them a try. That was years ago. Now I own six pillows. I use their cotton towels, their 100% Giza cotton bed sheets, and I give them away as Christmas gifts. Every product has exceptional quality and attention to detail. Towels are thick, absorbent. Sheets are soft, smooth, high thread count. Our radio host, Tom, and everyone we know who's tried these products has the same experience. Use our code MENTORS to get a 60-day money-back guarantee and up to 60% discount. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash mentors. You must include the code MENTORS. That's MyPillow.com forward slash mentors or click the banner on our website. And now... Back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Laurie, and I'm with Premier Business Advisor Ron Tron, and today we're talking about managing your business for survival during inflationary times. <coughs> Excuse me. So we talked about different domains. The last one we'll cover before we have to close out. Let's talk a little bit about capital intensive industries. And there's two parts to that, the CapEx where people are spending a lot. And then there's uh, research industries like mine, like uh, pharma, uh, where there's a lot of money invested before you can even generate revenues. And the same is true in the energy industry. What would be your advice to people in capital intensive industries? Yeah, the first part is that some people think that if we invest money in capital now, it will be more expensive if we do it later. And there is a merit to that. On the other hand, if you run short of cash and you made a big error, it will hurt you very badly. Plus, your assumption why you put in capital now Assumption about the consumer behavior three years out, because capital expenditures take some time. That assumption may have to be changed because the consumer behavior could change. New technology and inflation combined has a great influence on in the consumer. So you've got to really trim your capital expenditure with obvious exceptions. When you have a ton of cash, you have an opportunity, you can go and take charge and you can get your market share on the inflation-adjusted basis. Everything you are doing has to be inflation-adjusted basis. Otherwise, you will be misled as you go forward. Okay, the last question is going to be something that everybody in our audience is going to listen to, and that has to do with the employee and compensation. You touched on it briefly, but as you know, Right now, there is a plethora of jobs and a shortage of employees. And let's take that uh, professional that's out there or anybody, uh, uh, whether they're a service worker or whatever, and they've got their choice of jobs. What should they be looking for when they're out uh, looking for their next job? Tom, I'd like you to emphasize this two times. The word is preemptive. So I'm working here today in India with one of the largest companies in India and having persuaded them that we're going to give preemptive preference 
and I'll give you specifics. Four key employees. I did the interviews. We figured out who are the high leverage employees. And we're now doing preemptive things. Preemptive number one. This person done a great job last 18 months. We are very happy with that. Take him out of that job with proper understanding and move him to a bigger job by telling him right now, we did that today. Tell this person, fantastic, we're gonna move you up. We took your counsel, what you want to do. And that person is very happy. With that goes the increase in wages for him. So moving people to their aspirations, what they want to do is they perform well. Preemptive wages, preemptive job content, preemptive broadening their horizon where they're going. Because somebody leaving uh, you to go elsewhere, they're looking for a better job, better opportunity, not just money. Why can't we do that preemptively? So as I was having discussion, one of them said to me, Ram is only here 18 months. I say, yeah, right. He's going to leave you. He's good. He's done it. Now that psychology has begun to change. Keyword right, is preemptive. Oh, thank you. I love that. And that goes back to what they did back when I was with American Hospital Supply. They were preemptive. There but you we're go. Gonna, we're going to have to uh, close it there. We're running out of time. Our guest has been author, speaker, and world-renowned advisor to business leaders worldwide, Ram Sharan. We've been talking about leading in times of inflation. You can find Ram on YouTube. Uh, we'll post uh, his most recent books on our website. Ram, thank you again for joining us. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Remember, if you tuned in late, you can listen to this and past shows by downloading podcasts by going to our website, thementorsradio.com. When you're there, schedule or subscribe to future shows. And thank you for listening. We're going to be back next weekend at the same time for the next edition of The Mentors. Until then, this is Tom Laurie signing off for today. And remember to be all that you can be and keep the candle lit for all who struggle in the dark. It's been The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. To get more information about the program or a sponsor, to download a podcast of today's show, or to leave a question for our host, go to TheMentorsRadio.com. That's www.TheMentorsRadio.com. The preceding program, copyright CBJ, LLC. All rights reserved.